get ready. Yeah. Y'all ready for some live shit? Welcome. Welcome to the D, baby. It's all live down here. What you see is all real. What up, though? What up, though? Welcome to the late episode 17 of the What Up, Though podcast. Yeah, we're a little tardy. Holidays came through. Holidays slash laziness slash... Everything. Like I told you, everything is no like a holiday. The, car- the garbage doesn't pick up. Uh, shit like that. Fuck it. <laughs> we don't talk. We don't talk. Right? <laughs> <laughs> we don't get together. You know, yeah. I think the weekend, you know, really fucked up as far as not being around and so forth and so on. So, it's been a lot of, well, before was, we get to that. It was partially my fault because, like, we possibly could have recorded on the holiday. But, like, for me, my son started school the next day and I didn't want to be, like, out here recording because we record late. I didn't want to record late and then have... We never record. Fuck my whole night up. Because we never start when we... I don't think we ever have a start time, but we definitely have a, a pre-game moment that sometimes lasts longer than others. Yeah, and I can't be, like, leaving the podcast at, like, 5 in the afternoon the same way I leave it at 2 a.m. So, yeah. I was like, I need to take my son to school. It's his first day. I got to have him there on time because, like, his, he was first grade, so... You know, his his daycare slash kindergarten, I could kind of take him. It's kind of lax. I could take him whenever. But now he has to be there, not promptly at 7 because it's a latch key, but I can't just take him at 9 o'clock or whatever. So I was like, well, we probably shouldn't do it on a holiday. He, he has a schedule to keep. Yeah, I got a schedule to keep. So, yeah, I couldn't do it that late on the holiday. So that was here on Wednesday, the best day for me to do it. Right. And then... On the plus side, it works out for our few fans who are dedicated to listening to it when it come out because we're going to record tonight and then we'll probably record again on Sunday. Right, so like we'll be, we'll be back, get a, back at it on Sunday. Yeah, so you get a Thursday uh, a Thursday podcast and then you get another one on Monday. So that works out for the three of you who are, are, are seriously Aren't fans. you the lucky Happy, three, yeah. the, the three fans and Yeah, shit. three of y'all. Y'all, y'all going to have a good time getting a Thursday and Sunday. I mean, Thursday and Monday joint. So, I saw your uh, your, your post on Facebook about uh, Michael uh, adjusting so well to school versus your, uh, I guess, anti-social. Oh, how I was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not very, I'm not very social. I'm, I'm very introverted. I'm not good good with uh, I'm, I'm like a walking contradiction I'm not good with like interacting with people and social life but I have an amazingly large amount of friends who I consider to be like real 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 friends like people I can ride or die for like legit friends like if I for me if I had a wedding right and I had like groomsmen and I could have whoever I wanted I could get like 10 legit groomsmen and for somebody who's like mad antisocial like I am, to have so many like close friends is crazy. I'm kind of a, a contradiction. But he's like, he he walked in there, he gave no fucks. He like walked in, he immediately started playing and socializing. And the craziest thing was like when I got back uh, off work that day, well yesterday, his first day. 
I, immediately, I was like, so how, how was your first day of school? You know, it was, it was like legit school. And he was like, yeah. He was like, I played. I had fun. He was like, I, I played with Charlie. I'm like, who the fuck is Charlie? He's like, <laughs> he's like, oh, I didn't say who the fuck is Charlie, but I'm like, I was like, you made a friend on your first day? He was like, yeah. I'm like, wow. <laughs> like, you even got his like, fucking, you even got his name and shit. And yeah, that's mind-boggling to me that he made a friend on his first day. Like, he's that. The thing about Michael is, like, he's so, he's so much like me. But when it comes to, like, I, my, my views on life are so jaded. And I've been so jaded for a long time. And he's, like, so happy and carefree and and. I don't want him to ever lose that. Like, I don't really want him to get corrupted. And he's, like, so... He's just so positive and friendly and fun. And part of me, is like, a large part of me is so happy about that. I'm glad that he's like that. But a part a part of it scares me because I feel like he's going to be, like... Like, he'd get picked on. But then he actually has, like, the part of me where, like... I got picked on when I was a kid, but, like, right now... I walk around with, like, a kind of, like, I don't really care what anybody thinks about me. I'm going to do me. And people kind of gravitate towards me. People gravitate toward him, but he doesn't have the same standoffish attitude that I have. Yeah, do. like, the total opposite. Yeah, he's friendly. <laughs> so, like, he's friendly and people gravitate toward him. So, like, I'm kind of looking like, my yeah. kids turn out to be, like, one of the popular kids. And yeah, I'm like, he, that's, he, like, crazy because me and his mom are not popular types. Yeah, he, he may, I mean, I don't know, I think he may have a... a I mean, we always want our our younger ones to have a, a better outlook and better experience that we you know we've had. But he may just have a better experience. He might. Uh, I'm, I'm really hopeful for that, and I make sure that I keep him out of like if he was in like DPS or some shit like that. DPS being Detroit Public Schools, he might be like he might walk up in there friendly and happy and shit, and then run into like nigga from Schoolcraft who's like. <laughs> Fuck you, yo happy ass. I'm gonna beat your ass. Like you six years old. Why you fuck you? Why the fuck you so mad? But he's he goes to school in the suburbs, so it's all like he definitely other like well privileged kids. He's definitely less likely to experience a lot of the stuff that you know inner city kids experience, which is a uh, which is a plus. I mean, yeah, I want to keep him away from DPS. Is just I mean, I when I was younger, I I DPS wasn't. At least I didn't know the DPS was bad. Or it wasn't as bad when we were there. Like it, it wasn't that bad. Like I mean, there were schools that had a reputation for being bad, but DPS as a whole wasn't that bad. I think the best thing he, school. I think the best thing he could probably get out of being in a school that's out of the city is just diversity. When I first started, well, at least when we were younger, when I first started school, and I and I went to school right on. On um, Burt Road and Linden, you know, so it was in, it was right in the center of Brightmore. It was you still had white people at school, so it wasn't you like know, white you, people in Brightmore. Dude, it was. I had a bunch of uh, white. Uh, I won't say friends, but you know, it was a bunch of white students that was in Brightmore uh, when I was uh, when I was growing up. Uh, I remember one of my good friends' name was David, and I stayed in the projects, and he stayed like two doors down from the projects and I used to pay them all the time and it was funny because you never looked at kids and said oh you were you know a different color it was just you know he yeah. was obviously white so it was obviously a different shade but it wasn't you, you know about that. yeah and his family was fine you know we played in this house we played outside he came to projects it was never you know too much issue now you know your white friend David came to the projects he came he came that's to the projects that's interesting that 
that David's parents didn't right, allow him right. to go. It was, it was, but I mean, if they if they're from the same area though, yeah. I mean, it was like yeah. I mean, it wasn't like it back then. The, the the same project complex I lived in wasn't gated, so it was just you know you can enter. It wasn't like you know you had to go through like some padded keypad or some shit like you didn't that. You live in Herbert Gardens? No, I didn't live in Herbert Gardens. I did visit Herbert Gardens a few oh, okay. times, but I didn't live in Herbert Gardens. The ones the projects I lived in were called the Smith Homes. And they were uh, they were on Evergreen between Linden and Kendall, okay. so basically between Linden and Schoolcraft. Right, right, right. Um, but it was you know I was, it was more you know predominantly uh, blacks, but you did still have your you know uh, whites. But even when I was in elementary, up until like middle school, I you know it was mostly mostly Negroes uh, well I'm sorry it was a mix until like middle school then it became more predominantly uh, black I think that was around the time I think a lot of whites wasn't really on the west side particularly in Brightmore uh, they were getting the fuck up out of there around the time late 80s um, early 90s or early 80s when like you know the whole crack epidemic was like strong right um, they was getting the fuck fuck out of there so, but I, I say all this to say I think he would have a, he he does have a great uh, a better experience because of the, at least the well one the the, the school systems is, you know probably um, a lot better and then two just the diversity you know he doesn't have to see it's not going to be all of one it's not like he's going to see all white kids or going to be all black kids you know it's right yeah, he's got a good mix so he's got black kids he's got white kids I mean just from the the I dropped him off yesterday which is his first day. And today, Wednesday, which is his second day, and uh, I saw I saw a fairly decent mix of, of white kids and black kids. It was it was a good mix. It wasn't like hey, for every ten white kids, the black kid. I, I saw like a, it wasn't enough to notice that it was it was exactly. that less of or exactly. There was not it was not noticeable. I saw like a good fifty fifty, and uh, like I said, out there they they're way more focused on like education. You got kids who are raised better, and I just my my fear. Was him going into a school and getting picked on or having to deal with bullying and crazy shit that is primarily based upon what you see in the media right now about kids that just like having all kinds of hard times. And I just wanted him, to, I wanted to avoid that. Not just because of him, but because of me. Because like, if Michael came home from school with a black eye, for instance, and he got in a fight. That would be you really, ready to flip tables and shit. Right, that'd be really awkward for me because I would call off of work the next day and sit at his school waiting for the parent of the kid who did it to fuck that parent up. And I probably wouldn't fuck that parent up off rip, but I would like confront that parent and let them know. Waiting to see like, they say the wrong kid, things. Like, what are you gonna say? It wouldn't even be like that. It, it would be a threat. Like it would be a bold threat. Like if your kid touches my kid again, I'm gonna fuck you up. Like so, and I wanted to avoid that. Like that I, don't, I don't want to be that guy. I, I always, I always fear that confrontation because kids do stupid shit, you right. know. But if a kid is just acting out and their parent is, you know, is is dealing with it, if a kid, if I have, a, you know, I had a child and a and a kid, you know, kicked my kid or something. So the next day we have to talk, and I meet the parent, and the parent is totally apologetic, like. You know, yeah. I'm taking yeah. care of that, blah blah blah. But it, you know, the kid, the parent comes up on some shit like, you know, well, he shouldn't have been so close to him, or you know, yeah. that's just what. You know, and then, and then, yeah, it's like, yeah, okay, so I'm warning you. This is your warning now. Yeah, I really, yeah, I really don't want to deal with that at all. Like, 
I feel like he's the he's the type to where he's going to be fairly popular. That's what I've seen so far. Like he's he's pretty popular, so kids seem to love him. They gravitate toward him just like they do me. But he's more receptive to it. He's more social. Yeah, so well, that's, that's he, definitely he, a plus, he deals with man. more. Yeah, it, it works out now, for me. Now, do you? I fear having to fuck up somebody else's parents or threaten now, another person. Do they? Uh, do your uh, the school your kid go to? Are, uh, is it a uniform school or nah. is it just? Now I don't know how early that starts because my nephew, my nephew goes to school in the city, uh, right off of like a uh, like schoolcraft Wyoming area, and they're uh, a uniform wearing school. And I don't know. I think uniforms in Detroit. Yeah, my, oh, wow. my, he went to school in Highland Park, um, and it was a uniform. Um, or it was an academy, and it was, and I was thinking like so I used to pick my nephew up, and I'm like, when I first started, I'm like. Why the fuck is he going to school in Highland Park? Right. Like, I didn't, it's like Highland Park has three police officers. It's <laughs> like, you know, you always always hear some of the craziest shit of Highland Park. So I'm like, why is he going to school in Highland Park? But it was one of the better schools in the district for him, and he he never had any problems. Only reason they he yeah took out of that school because of distance right. or whatever. But yeah, I always I always thought that schools that had Uniforms would do better off just because you don't have to worry about kids having to be teased for their clothing, and because you know you that's have, a concern that I have when he gets older. Yeah, because I think you have some parents that are some fucking label whores, and they will fucking yeah. put their kids in all of the the high end clothes, and then it's like you know you have kids like myself when I was younger. We didn't. I went to all DPS schools, and there was no dress code, so you know you had kids who had on the, the latest and greatest and you had kids who you know talked about and joked about kids like myself who didn't have you know I'm wearing the plainest shit ever and I think that's why I think I grew up uh, wearing clothes with not with no names just because I never want to be associated with having a big ass polo across my chest or death, or you know when I was in high school I used to hate the fucking kids who always had because they they always they became popular because of stuff they wore. Like you had kids that would come in late because they went they was out buying Jordans and shit. What and, age are you talking about? Well, in high school, I in high school it was a it was a lot more prevalent. Of, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know the names, but just throughout school, you know, you always had those kids who dressed better and they were you know reverent and you know looked looked upon because they had better clothes and things. Yeah, like that. yeah, yeah. But in high school, it was really bad. I, I think I hated most of the, I think I hated most of high school. And it wasn't just, just because of the clothes, just because of the attitude kids had, because of the stuff that people wore. And they really, you know, they uh, circles and clicks and stuff really, it seemed, to me, it, it, it kind of revolved around what did you wear and what book bags you had or, you know, shit like that. Yeah, I don't... Um Michael, I mean, obviously with first graders, that's not really an issue. And then if it is, even if it is with first graders, like, it's all about, like, especially now in this day and age where, like, superhero mu- movies are so popular. Mm. Like, you know, I can buy him a $7 Spider-Man shirt from uh, Walmart, and he's going to be the shit with his good. fucking seven, you know, with his Spider-Man shirt. And, and I kind of, I've kind of adopted a, a, a mindset where it's more about how it looks on you versus what it is. Because I've gotten compliments on shirts that I bought from Walmart that I wear to work. 
So it's like it's not even really about what it is or what brand. It's just about how you look in it. Oh. So I mean, it is is that's really all it is. And I bought Michael like Michael wears like all he wants to wear is like superhero shit. Mm. So he's gonna go to school his superhero shit, and he's gonna be fine. Like no no one's gonna look at him like that. So that, do you remember how how was his adjustment? Now you say he's in he's in first first grade. He started first grade yesterday. Now how was his adjustment in kindergarten? Same deal. Like it wasn't. I mean, it was no big deal. Like he. I, he went to I mean it was the same school He kind of went to For daycare So it was like He was there in daycare Oh yeah so And then he went there For kindergarten So it was no change Do you remember Your first day of school Kindergarten No For some Well I was just having This conversation With my fiance I remember my first day Of school Because the day before My first day of school In kindergarten I decided I wanted to cut My own hair so smart, yeah, real smart. So <laughs> you're a four point yeah. student <laughs> right. already, right? And so instead of grabbing clippers, which I didn't have access to, I grabbed scissors. And I don't know why I just figured I could just cut my hair evenly with scissors right before the day before kindergarten. Man, where the fuck was your parents at? Man, I don't know. I man, it, you could get away for ten, fifteen minutes. Man. I. I fucked around and cut many a ball spots all oh, through my head. Man. And so I had to get my hair totally shaved off. It was totally bald for the first, <laughs> day, first day of kindergarten. And I was so ashamed of the ball cut because, you know, kids don't get ball cuts. You know, yeah, you know, it's not a good look. Yeah, so I had, I had a hoodie that I wore for the first day. I tried to wear that hoodie as long as I could. I mean, it was skin bald. It was terrible. Mom, this was kindergarten? Kindergarten. Wow. I, I don't know where the fuck I ended up getting the scissors from. Um, I just went in the bathroom and started cutting. Next thing I had patches here. God damn. <laughs> Man, that shit was hilarious, dude. But I, I mean, I remember my first my, my uh, first day. I remember most of my teachers. My first teacher, her name was Miss Liss. Miss what? L-I-S-S. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, and she was awesome. One of my favorite teachers ever. But uh, yeah, I. But yeah, it, I don't think you had to. I I don't recall having the 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 pressures of you know, kids have now, and you know, especially in like, you know, you know, DPS is so overcrowded with with kids. You have the ratio of teacher to student is so wild that it seems like you know a lot of kids don't get the attention they deserve and things of that nature. So. Yeah, well, I, well, I'm glad that Michael was actually uh, having a a good time in school, so that's a plus. Yeah, he was hyped. Uh, yesterday was a half day. Today was the first full day. I haven't talked to him today, but he uh, he was hyped for when I took him today. He was like, yeah, I get to stay for the whole day today, and he was hyped for today. So, yeah. He's, do they still he's do naps? I don't think so. Not Uh-oh. first grade. Oh, no, so, no, first grade is good. Yeah. I know, when I was kindergarten. It's funny because in kindergarten, and when I was going, did you have full days of school? Do you recall having? Because I remember, I know, I thought, if I can recall, a lot of kids have having half days of school for like kindergarten. Then once they got the first grade and on, they started having like full days and stuff like that. It was like his daycare slash school. So it was kind of like when school year started, he did more schoolwork versus more play shit. And then once summer hit, more play shit. So. It wasn't really any kind of difference. It's kind of like taking him to the same place the whole time. Oh, okay, okay. And then some days he would come home with more, uh, quote-unquote, schoolwork. 
which is really just like coloring and numbers and matching and shit like that. So oh, yeah, nothing, nothing particularly special. But he's hyped, so I'll talk to him tomorrow and see how see how his first full day went. And, but I imagine it went fine. If it, if it went bad, I would have heard something by now. So right, right. That's what's up. So a lot of I'm say a few things happened in the last week or so. Um, one of the things was uh, a number of uh, celebrities were hacked and the fappening, the fappening, and I think a, I say from what I've read, a bunch of were just targeted. It wasn't like all of you know users that uploaded their pictures in iCloud were. Uh, just exposed. It just had to be a. Few. It was only a few. So, so I believe that I seen Jennifer Lawrence, Kate Upton, <laughs> uh, Justin Verlander by by a uh, uh, relationship. Uh, <laughs> dude, the picture with Justin Verlander. Did you see the one with him and Kate Upton? I did. Dude, it was so. It, it was looked so, bad. so awkward, dude. It really did. And, and then I heard that it was, as if he's I, not having a bad enough season. Right, already. exactly. Not that we need any, any bad attention. And then I ended up hearing, which I didn't care to look or research, but I guess Justin Verlander had pictures of himself out there that I guess didn't appease to the uh, to the lady crowd at all. But, I only saw the one. I don't, which one? The one with him. The one with, with him and her in the mirror. No, nah, at least from what I from what I saw, someone saw his stuff and. Uh, oh goodness! Wasn't I don't know. I saw a few a few ladies that wasn't pleased at all with the. That sucks. But it's weird because I I I know of Kate Upton. I've seen many bikini shots from her, and she just looked far worse than I would have ever thought. Like. She wasn't bad. She has great breasts. She absolutely does. You can take nothing from her breasts. They're awesome. Absolutely not. But the rest of it, she's like shaped like a box of cigarettes or some shit. (laughs) It's just nothing. There's nothing else to the, you know. Yeah. But her breast is awesome. Yeah, from the waist down, she's Spongebob. Yeah. But the rest, she was, I was like, wow. Yeah. Now, the one picture that was kind of disturbing that. And it and I and it could it, it could have been someone else, but it was I saw it during the thread of them talking about her was a woman who was like on her in like a I'm gonna say a doggy style or laying on her stomach, and whoever the dude was let off the load of all loads like it kind of looked like she just had it just rained nut all on her back. <laughs> I mean it was on like eighty percent of her back rain nut like the dude could. The dude must have had, hadn't you know busting like maybe he had the more. entire Tiger starting pitching staff. Like. Dude, I mean it was <laughs> all of them, man. I was like, ooh, that was you know, I, that was the one that was quite a little disturbing. I think that they had like in the in the groups of pictures that I saw, it was pictures mixed in of other people. So maybe that was just somebody just inserted a random picture. Somebody would have. It could have been a random porn picture because that's what they yeah, do. Yeah, it's a, a random but picture. That picture a, was a yeah, a Ooh. leader full of nuts. Now, did you see that. any of them with Jennifer Lawrence? Yeah, I saw all them bitches. Yeah, a, <laughs> yeah, then those were those were clutch. But yeah, she. I mean, it's like she was in some old swank ass hotel, just living her life and shit. She had a couple nice ones, man. Like the crazy thing about it, like 
I don't know, man. I, I, I don't really care. Like, I'm not really mad about it in the sense of, like, where I feel like that the celebrities got their privacy invaded. Like, I yeah, they did, but I don't know, man. Like, you know, if you're a celebrity, you got to understand that you're prone to being hacked. You're prone to having that shit kind of, that kind of shit happen. So, I mean, it's no excuse to get hacked that you took the pictures, but when you're a celebrity and you take the pictures, in the back of your head, you should be thinking, like, People are checking for especially if you Jennifer Lawrence. Like she's hot right now. Like yep. people are checking for that shit. So if you Jennifer Lawrence and you ringing off fucking twenty pictures of you you ass naked, you gotta think like people are probably gonna be checking for these. And well, I just don't understand why put your pictures on a, a cloud server. Yeah, you might wanna. Yeah, I can't even like hold my cigar right now. <laughs> Why well, put your pictures on a cloud server? I just don't understand stuff that you would you know want private. There's a chance you're uploading stuff to a server to space to like, space yeah basically. to anywhere. Yeah, like, I, I, if I did it, I would like if I was Jennifer Lawrence, I probably would have like I don't know saved them to something more tangible than air. Or save it to a device that's not uh, you know connected to anything like that. That was just the stupid part to me. And then I, I seen on someone that made a comment like, "Well, but don't blame them for uploading to cloud. Blame you know the people who hacking them and uh, talking about victim. How, how is it victim blaming to news? Like you know what the fuck you look like? You know sent them to somebody. Somebody else has these pictures." Unless you just that person just want to take naked pictures of yourself and just save them on your phone, which I don't even get, but whatever. Somebody made the made that point. It's a pretty strong point. Is that when you take a nude selfie or a nude picture of yourself, it's meant to be seen. You don't take it for the sense of like, let me see what my titties look like. Like you, you, you can always woman, go to the- if you're a woman, you get out of the shower, you see what you look like all the time. You don't take selfies of yourself you, naked you can just always to see go, what you look like. You can like. always go you to the mirror. It to be seen. Yeah, it's yours. You can look down, you can look in the mirror. You are, so you wanted to be seen, He but- did a titty cuff at that moment. Yeah. So you look down, yeah. he did a... He did a titty cuff, right, exactly. He did a theoretical titty cuff. Like, he did a hand motion of someone holding their titty. But yeah, you take it to be seen. And you're a celebrity, like, especially on the, on the part of Jennifer Lawrence... You gotta be more careful. I'm not, and it's no excuse. Like you got hacked, you got hacked. You know, it's it's not an excuse, but you gotta be more careful. If damn, you're like that. Damn. Don't upload if you're Jennifer Lawrence. Don't upload your newbies to the cloud. I think you know, I take think, them, but don't upload them to. The I th- cloud. And I think Jennifer Lawrence is actually she wants the wants the people who are responsible to be prosecuted and all this shit. Just extra, whatever. We had a good show. We saw your ass and titties. Jennifer Lawrence is a cool motherfucker, man. She probably don't even care. I don't... Yeah, I don't think... I mean, it's going to blow over anyway. Like, most outrageous and shit. Two months from now, no one would give a fuck. And if they do, it's not enough people to actually care. That's the only reason I would hate to be a celebrity is that, you know, you search your name, you're going to be talked about all the fucking time. Yeah. All the time. You got to overthink every decision you make. You can't just, like, up and go to Walmart. You got to, like... Plan out everything. It's it's like damn. It's I wanna, a bit much. I want to get some broccoli. Like fuck. I gotta. I gotta call this person. I, I gotta, gotta get this. Ride. I either gotta send somebody there or I gotta like dress up and you know. That's the only reason. Like if I was a, I, I always think if I was f- famous, I would just. I would want to be to just interact like normal people. 
But it's you know impossible with fame. You can't just yeah. go to the bar and watch a Tigers game without you know tons of people around you and shit like that. So whatever. Yeah, another another uh, another crazy thing that happened. Not crazy, but like uh, this rapper Young Thug, who he's in, he's insignificant. He made a wank ass song, but um, he posted a picture of himself on Instagram with uh, Rich Homie Quan, who's another. Incredible Incredibly whack rapper who recently I think he had a stroke or something or I don't know but he had some sort of some sort of serious medical situation but even before he had the stroke he sounded like somebody who had a stroke he's like that bad he sounds really retarded but uh Young Thug posted a picture of him and Rich Homie Quan where he called Rich his uh his hubby no and that was uh <laughs> no <laughs> that was ill received <laughs> well I women women could women has an advantage in life where they can be gay with or fake gay or anything with any other woman and no one else would, would even look up on it that's just what they can do two and, women can have a post where they say hey this is my wifey so and so no fucks will be given no and it happens all the time it's even people does. I know I see it all the time but and you have to question whether and whether he's gay or straight, you know. And there's a uh, point that actually uh, Johnny made. It was just funny. Johnny made a good point. He made a good point. Really? Yeah. We had to Shocking. we had to document this one. Um, but at this point, I think he just has to. Pr- he's gay and has to prove that he's not gay. Not that he has anything to prove, but I just don't see him as a straight. I don't see a straight guy called another guy his hubby. Right. You know, that's just not... It's it's, it's not in the rules. And I saw a thing on... Um, well, I didn't see it, but I heard a thing on The Breakfast Club where they read a whole bunch of his Instagram posts and tweets and shit where he's referred to numerous other guys as like hubby or bae or shit that a woman would use to refer to their boyfriend. He used it to refer to other dudes. Yeah, I... It's, the picture, it was just like it was so much in the picture to me. Like, I don't, I, I always question guys who one paints their paints their fingernails, and that was prevalent. I think either that picture for sure, but I'm assuming he probably doesn't lie. I mean, if you're gay, cool, cool, man. Just, just be gay. Just be yeah, exactly. Just be gay. Don't like be on the surface straight. And then have a whole bunch of pictures like this. Is my hubby, this is my bae, this is my what? Really? And then the breakfast club, they asked like, "Well, what's an, is this an acceptable thing to call your friend?" And like, they got like eight million calls. Like, uh, no, no, you don't say that. No, I, you're not. Gonna... I, I'm pretty sure every straight man was like, no, no, it was good. yeah, no, like, no. and it has nothing to do with homophobia or anything like that. It's just like, no, I don't want my homeboy to call me his bae. Like, what the fuck? And you look at me like I'm his woman or like like I'm his bitch or something like that. Like you say, that's my homeboy, that's my man, that's my that's my I don't know. They got all kinds of like they're, they're acceptable slang to refer to your to your friend, your male friend, other than uh hubby. hubby. What the fuck? Yeah, I, I think he may he I think he may just be I'm just curious of when he's when he's gonna come out. Which I guess he's the same I, dude that posed in a, a girl's uh, leopard dress and wore it as a shirt and did a photo shoot. So 
I seen a, I think I seen another picture of him. He had on he was standing in front of like a TV or something, and he had on like pink uh, like rain boots and like a pink sweater. Pink oh, rain boots. Yeah. I don't even like what women wear that shit. Right. I mean, it was like real, like, yeah, about that. <sighs> yeah, he needs to just like. I think he'd be. He'd be less in the spotlight if he just came out. Like, if he's gay, if he just came out, I think far fewer people would care than if you present yourself. As a straight dude, but then post pictures with hubby and bae and all this shit. So he, like, it's like don't don't front at this point. If you're gonna be subliminal about it, don't don't be subliminal. Just just be transparent. Like yeah, you know, this is how I get down. And it's not like he's famous enough for anybody to care anyway. Now Jay Z came out as gay, people would be like, what the fuck? But if Young Thug came out as gay, who the fuck? I didn't even know who he was. I don't know who he is outside of his gay controversy. I never heard uh, of him before. I, I've I've heard of him because I, I had a I've heard a song that he he did. I heard a song too, but it was after. No, I heard before. I heard the song before, but it still doesn't make him relevant. He's not relevant at all. At all. And that's funny, at it, all. And that kind of transitions to uh, uh, Michael Sam. So Michael oh, yeah, yeah, Michael yeah, yeah. Sam was. Cut, which is the, uh, the the gay football player from Missouri, he was on the Rams practice squad. Got cut from the Rams practice squad, and then Dallas, the Dallas Cowboys, wanted to do a. They they they're signing him. I guess it was um, if he you know passed the physical, but they were signing him to his practice squad. But they were doing a press conference. Like there's never been any press conferences for any. Signing of a practice squad member, you may get a notice <laughs> saying, "Hey, this is such and such has made the practice squad." But there's never been a press conference. But I just think that the Cowboys is one of those circus industries where they they're just Ameri- need, they're America's team. They just need you know uh, attention like crazy. I just don't understand that. And then did you, I don't know if you saw saw this, but the uh, the uh, WWE. I don't know what what's the most common uh, wrestling place. What is it WWE? WWE? Yeah. yeah, they they invited him to their Monday Night Raw or <laughs> some shit like that, and they made this big ass advertisement. They invited like a gay that. dude to something called Raw. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I didn't even think about that. Um, but that's just, a, I, I, you know, that, I think that's just a, a attention ploy. Just like you know, ESPN, you know, has. Flooded everybody with the whole Michael Sam thing, and I think you know if he was, and I think I think your boy Stephen made this point. You know, if he was a, a much more impactful player, yeah, it would you know it would make it would you know make for more news. But he's not. From what right. I from what I understand, he's undersized. You know, he's not. You know, the he had a strong player. preseason, but he's not like right. And like you said, impactful is the perfect word. If he's not gonna, if he's not impactful, then they're not gonna make any crazy concessions for him. Nope. So yeah, I, I I get that. He had a strong preseason, but from what I hear, the Rams were stacked at that at his position. So they had to let Crazy him go. Part is that he's gonna. I, I think he may. End up, he he will probably end up making 
you know, unless Dallas makes some real defensive moves, he will probably end up making the team just because Dallas D suck. Um, I hope so, just for just for forward progress. Just for the fact that, okay, we got a gay guy who's, like, literally on the field, active in a regular season game, doing what he does. Like, I think it'd be cool. I just think, I just hope that he actually can play. Yeah, like, I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't, working under the assumption I don't want it to be one of those sympathy ploys or just for media that you put a, you know, this guy on your team and he cannot play a lick. Absolutely not. I don't want that. Like, he trash and he's on the team for, like, publicity or for, like, brownie points. Because you have tons of players out here. Who, you know, are good players. They just need a chance, and they're getting on practice squads. And you don't know none of these players' names. I couldn't. Right. I couldn't tell you no player on the on the Lions practice squad. Nope, not a one. Nope, at all. So I don't know. I just think that you know it's like a shuck and jive, you know, dog and pony show down there. But you know, if he's really good, I hope he can be able to play. Just because I hope he can play, just to play. Yeah, it'd be, be, be dope to see it. It'd be dope to see it. But not, not see it like he's going to do something crazy. like you know. But it'd be dope to see it like to have a uh, the first overly gay p- football player on the field. That'd and be dope. And, I'm, and, you know, I have my immature moment. So I'm like, uh, and they were like, oh, he's sacks. Manziel. And I was like, sack kid. <laughs> 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 Just stupid. I, I felt like I was like 17 again or some shit. Yeah, that'd be dope, though. I hope, I hope he... I hope he I hope he's. I don't want to say successful, but I hope he's like relevant. You know, I hope he's like a factor. Other than the fact that he's gay, right? I just want to be like, yeah, like, hey, he, he, he's he's quick off the line. You know, he's he he plays good defense. You know, and they say his size has to do a lot of it because he's like a smaller guy. So I don't, I don't know his stats and shit. But that'd be yeah. crazy though if he like turned out to be like really like relevant. That'd be dope. I mean, it's yeah, that'd be dope. Because they, you know, even a lot of people, you know, he was a, from what I understand, he was a really good player in college, and he he didn't come out until his, he graduated over his last year like, or something come like that. Like, come out, come out, or come out, like, come out of college? I think his last year in college, and I could be wrong, and someone's going to correct me on the, on the comment section of SoundCloud, <laughs> but I, I would like, I want to say that he didn't come out that he was gay into his last season or close to the end of oh, the okay. season or something right. like that. I think his player the te- his teammates knew, but Probably. it wasn't it wasn't in the media or anything like that. So whatever. I mean if he's good I hope he works out. So as do I. So um I have something I want to touch on later but I think we should uh, hit up some of these emails. Okay. Well, not some of these emails, but um, one in particular. Um, Garden Isle sent an email about um, uh, about the uh, execution videos. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, at the time, it was about the one video, the James Foley video. And I'm pretty sure I stated my thoughts on that last week. There's been a whole lot of controversy about sharing the videos of the guy, the guy who got his head cut off by the terrorist group ISIS, and they say, you know, don't don't share it. Is is disrespectful? I don't want to see that. And I said that I feel like we kind of need to see that so we can get a so we can get angry. I feel like if we get mad, that that provokes action. And I feel like if people see that and they get mad, then 
we can we can act and it's kind of like the same with uh Mike Brown. It's like you know if you if you if you see him laying in the street and you know he got shot by a cop, it's like people get mad. They got mad over that and it provoked it 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 initiated uh, protests and whatnot and it brought attention to the to the situation to the social aspects of it and. I kind of want people to watch these. It sounds sick, but I kind of want people to watch these beheading videos because I, I want people to get mad about it. I want people to see what's going on and see what's happening and see when you see it, it makes you feel a way that's completely different than if you hear about it. If you hear like, "Oh shit, I just put out a video where they, you know, beheaded somebody," it's like, "Oh, that's fucked up." But if you see it, it's gonna make you feel different. It's gonna make you more passionate. And I feel like people need to know what's going on. They need to be mad about it. And I feel like that can help uh, initiate some kind of change or, or, or some action. And um, well, yeah, I I don't I don't totally agree that I think it's necessary. I do, I I do think that there shouldn't be censorship with it though. I think if you like if you, picking and choosing, like oh yeah, we don't like that, let's delete it. Yeah, I just think you know if excuse me, if people want to see it, they should be able to go out and see whatever they want to see. And if you don't want to see it, you choose not to see it. But I, I agree think, completely. I don't I, think it should be censorship to the point of you know because like I think we mentioned before, you know, no one was you know objecting to seeing Trayvon. You know Trayvon Martin's body. You know after his uh, after the show, uh, murder of him, or you know no one was objecting to seeing you know Mike Brown's body laying in the you know street on numerous pictures. So I don't think there should be censorship in that respect. I just think that you know you have the option to pick and choose. But I do agree about the impact that it happens from seeing that. Like you know people should be outraged yeah, that you know I, that I that happened. But you know. If you don't want to see it, don't see it. But I don't think you should say it's something that we should not share. And that's what I see on Twitter a lot. It's like, don't share it, don't share it, we, don't share it. And I feel like on one half of it, there's people who say, don't share it because that's what ISIS wants. So I get it. I get the idea of, of like, don't give them what they want. Don't Don't promote them, in essence. But at the same time, I feel like, if we do share that and people see that, people are going to get mad and it's going to provoke a reaction, it's going to provoke emotion and people need to people need to see that so they can they can feel something, they can care more. Well, so I'm not going to ever say, I'm not going to say watch the video because if that's not for you, that's not for you. But I'm not, I don't want people to say don't share it and don't show it to people because it's disrespectful or anything like that. Because like I said last week, it's the same thing as like Emmett Till. His parents wanted people to see what the cops did to him. And I, and I feel I, the same way about I, this. If I was the parent or or relative of, of one of the people who got their hair cut off, I would want people to see it because I want them to see what happened to my you know son or family member and get mad and you know talk to their you know representatives or you know talk to the president, <coughs> talk to whoever. You know, to 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 get some action going on, right? I I, and I think of with the, uh, one of the people who's really pissed about it was uh, Joe Biden. I didn't see his, his interview, but I Joe, think, aka real nigga Biden, right, right, right. Uh, Uncle Uncle Joe was uh, 
He was visibly upset about it. He probably wants to do rag to sleep. I think so. I think I, I think you know whenever he rounds out, he goes to you know Obama who has like tons of do rags in his nightstand, and he, <laughs> and, and he grabs one. But I, 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 you know, he was definitely visibly you know upset about stuff, and and Joe, the, the energy that, that Biden gave is, I think that's the energy that we all wanted from Obama, you it know, is, to show yeah. that you you know you care. And I have a huge issue, even though. You know the stuff over, you know, overseas happening to Americans is, you know, really fucked up, and I really, th- you know, wonder how it's, you know, it's going to play out. But I, I'll, as much as I, I, and you know, I really enjoyed to see uh, Biden really emotional about, you know, the whole thing. I just, I want to see the next vice president and, and the president that we have to be just as emotional, or you know, about the things that happen here. Because during the whole, you know, peak of the stuff that was happening in Ferguson, we, you know, Obama was having press conferences where he was first talking about the stuff that was happening in Egypt, and then he would come to like, dude, oh, I'm sorry, yeah, and is it Iran, Iraq, Iraq, excuse me, and I'm like. Dude, why are you not that passionate about the stuff that's here? Like, you know, exactly. and I get it, and it's, it's not on a federal level, but you're talking about stuff that's probably happening in a local level there, and you want to address with that same, you know, intensity the things that are happening on a local level here. Yeah, I'm very, very upset with Obama about that shit because I've always been an opponent of of us fighting other people's battles and going overseas. And, like... I understand sticking up for the little man, that kind of mentality, but part of the reason that I voted for Obama was that he said that he was going to kind of like repair the way America is is perceived among other nations. And foreign policy was at the time a big deal to me because I wasn't a fan of like uh, the United States being like Captain Sabaho. Like we're going to go over here and we're going to we're going to help these other countries. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. And like, I'm not a big fan of foreign policy as a whole because it's foreign policy. <laughs> the domestic policy is fucked up to the fullest over here. We need so a, we need to, we we need need to get our own home in order before we go capture save a whole in other nations. So I don't care for that at all. So when we had the Mike Brown shit and he comes on like, we're going to deal with ISIS and we're going to do this. I was like, fuck, fuck what's going on in Iraq. We, we, Mike Brown was just killed... By a police officer for no reason, and who's still not in jail? Right, who's still who's, not in jail? Who still had oh, almost five hundred thousand dollars raised for him? Assassinated, uh, murdered a corrupt officer in his unit, and he's still being paid. He's on paid leave, and at this point, he's probably not even in in Missouri. You know, it's just, and I I think that's so fucked up about that. You know, you you know, you have some. I mean, and. I mean, America has a, a lot of racist fuckers here, and that's just you know it's just it's it's brutally honest, uh, obvious. Excuse me, but you have people that's donating. What are they donating to? Just the, the what? I don't understand. He's getting paid. Yeah, he's paid. <laughs> so you know you have people donating to, uh, for hate. You know, motherfuckers probably eating better than we are. That dude got paid basically. You know. Five hundred thousand dollars for some some evil stuff he did, and you have so many support. That just shows that you know, as much of the land of the free we have, you know, 
it's not free from racism, and racism is so crazy here, and, and it the, just shows. And do the KJ NBA that you got me follow. I have no fucking clue who this guy is. Like when you tweeted me, me KJ NBA, I thought it was Kevin Johnson. The yeah, dude yeah. used to play for the Suns. He, he's one of my favorite followers, though. He's he's a great follow. He tweeted something today that said something like, "When a police officer shoots somebody, it's the dead victim who goes on trial." And I thought that Every was I thought that was mad. Time. I thought it was incredibly profound. Like it was simple, but that's pretty much how it is. It's Every like time. Darren Wilson shoots Mike Brown, and then we talk about what Mike Brown did and, and who he was and what he possibly did to deserve it. Oh, he. You know, possibly robbed the store earlier and all this shit, and it's it's interesting. Like, yeah, it, it they really set the set the tempo of like, okay, this is what we're gonna do to make Darren Wilson out to be a not to be a victim, but to be justified, and we're gonna make the victim, the person who's dead, out to be the bad guy. And it's because they can't they can't defend themselves. They can't, you know. So you have you know from hell. Every they seem like they're that every person that's been killed or something's happened to them, they get they they become the person on trial from uh, Mike Brown to Renisha McBride, which you know they bringing up stuff about her being drunk and all that stuff. Which today the guy uh, Ted Wafer was uh, sentenced. Did you know that? Did you? Mm, yeah. yeah. So today was he got sentenced to fifteen to thirty years for second degree murder and. He got also uh, on top of the fifteen years minimum. He got two years for guns, gun charge. So he it'll be at hmm. least seventeen years before he's. Which he's, I think he's in his fifties. Most likely, he's not gonna, you know, live unless you know. I mean, he could live, but you know that whole term. But you know, you right. give you give a guy, you know, 10, 15 years in their fifties. Chances are they probably won't make it out alive. It, so, but that whole the whole thing with that is that they kept it was like I say she was on trial. You know they were questioning whether you know the the alcohol was influenced or the, the you know weed she may have had. But it, and all she did was knock on and probably knock harder than she probably should have knocked on a, a guy's door and he shot her through the fucking door. There is no no rhyme or reason for killing somebody that. that that hasn't even made it to your home. And that's something to think about as far as gun laws. Because you got to think in that scenario that that's a situation where somebody's just trigger happy. Like it's like I have a gun and I'm paranoid and I don't really exercise good judgment. And I'm just shooting people. And it's like, nope. okay, well, where do we look at like where his mindset was at that this man was able to purchase a gun and he could just fire on people just because he feels uncomfortable. Like, yeah. you can't shoot people because you feel uncomfortable. I I, I, I totally agree. And, and the thing is, I'm not even against... I'm not even against... I had uh, the exact same scenario, actually, in my life. Like, that happened to me. I was on the phone with... Uh, I don't want to say ex because we weren't actually uh, together, but a girl I was seeing. I was on the phone with her and a dude knocked on my door, and I went to open the door, and dude had a little bit of blood on him. And he's like, can I use your phone? Can you let me in? Like, somebody's trying to kill me. What was this? When? Yes. Um, 
It's irrelevant, but I was just curious. <laughs> like ten years ago, it was a long time ago. I, I would say I was like late teen. I was in uh, college, but like early college, okay. so maybe like nineteen, twenty years old. And uh, I opened the door, and I had like a, a main door, and it, this door was like like a fucking thick ass, big fucking palace type door. It was like a regular house, but the door was like real shit. And I opened the, I opened the main door, but there was still like a screen door, and the screen door wasn't like one of them like floppy like flimsy screen doors. It was like a regular door with like a mm. that you could see through. It didn't actually have a screen. It was like glass, like storm door or something. Yeah. Okay. And um, he said something like, "Yeah, uh, I just got shot. Can I come in or some shit?" I'm like, "Like, uh, it, this is like three in the morning, three four o'clock in the morning." And he's like, yeah, can I come in? Somebody just shot me, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, uh, no. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, no, I can't, I can't really fade that. Then he's on my porch. A dude walked up on the sidewalk. And he's like, you telling him I shot you? You telling him I shot you? He's like, no, no, I didn't say that. No, I didn't say that. And he, that's exactly what he said. He said he got shot. And I'm like, uh, okay. And then they started, like, arguing back and forth. So I smoothed, like... Close the door, like, mm, I don't want no parts of this. And close the door and call the police. And nothing actually came of it. Like, there was no shots fired on the porch. I didn't hear anything about this dude dying. The police came, like, like an hour or two later. And they didn't even, the police didn't even actually come up and knock on the door and talk to me, interview me, ask me what happened. The, like, I was looking out the door and I just so happened to see the police, like, drive by slowly. They didn't, actually, they didn't get out of the car, they didn't stop, none of that shit. And the point, excuse me, the point I'm trying to make is that if you, if you up on somebody's house, like, in, in, in that situation, I'm not saying I would have been in the right to shoot that dude, but like, I feel like Wafer, or whatever his name is, I feel like that's how he reacted. Like, he felt uncomfortable, so he just shot. And, like, in that situation, I handled it like, okay, this is a weird situation. I'm uncomfortable, but I'm just going to, like, separate myself from it. I'm just going to let I'm gonna let that happen. And if that dude that got shot on my porch, I'd have felt like shit. But in the same sense, it's like, if I, what, what I'm going to do, let him in? Like, I'm not, I'm not going to let him in. And, and I mean, I'm not going to shoot nobody through the door and start firing at people and shit. And I feel like some of these people, they get these licenses that have these guns, and they take it beyond, like, I'm going to protect myself, or I'm going to protect my home, and they, they get trigger happy, and they think, like, okay, if I feel uncomfortable, I'm going to shoot. And I feel like that's what happened with this wafer dude. Like, man, he just, like, he felt uncomfortable, and he just, like, he just shot. Like, what is this? what was this girl doing where he felt like he had to shoot her? Well, one, I just, you know, I just wonder, you know, if... I don't know what words were said by, you know, the girl, Renisha. But, one, it's a woman at the door. Exactly. So, if the situation, she's saying, hey, I need help, you know, I'm just, because I think the thing was she had gotten a car accident. So, she got a car accident, she was drunk, high, whatever the case. So, I can imagine her being. I doubt Wafer was a a detective to the point where he was like, oh, this woman's intoxicated. I mean, she could have been shit-faced drunk, but, but even, a, then, even then, even she's, then, it's not she's like, 
let me come in and kill you. It's like, hey, whatever she said is probably like, it's probably nothing to the point where I'm about to break in. And one, I don't think they're going to, you know, someone who's breaking in your house is going to start banging on your door erratically in the middle of the night. You know, it's going to be a lot more stealthier than that. Yeah, Yeah, she's probably just like, hey, can I use your phone or... Can and, you help me? And like, it's, it, it, it's a sad situation because, you know, you have one, you have a person that's dead. You have a person that's about to go to jail for the rest of their, probably the rest of his life. And, you know, you have basically two lives lost. You know, you have a family who's mourning a kid. You have a guy who, you know, not going to be a part of society anymore. And it's all because of erratic behavior with a gun. I think, you know, when you, when you get a gun, and we've had this conversation before, when you decide to want to be a gun owner, you take a lot of responsibility. A ton of in, responsibility. Of, you know, using your gun with, 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 with great judgment, discretion. Exactly. And if you don't use your your gun with that discretion, you need to be penalized for that. And there's no way in the world that guy should be free because he said, oops, I shot a girl. I won't do it again. No, you, because that's just going to set a precedent for people to start shooting people through their doors, and it's just going to be okay. And it's just not right. Yeah, you can't shoot. You can't shoot somebody through your door. Like if he had, if we had an evidence where like she was on, look, <laughs> it's crazy to think about her. If she like overpowered him and she's like on top of him, beating the fuck out of him, and then he shoots her. Yeah. Or if she's in his house. Even if she, even if she was in his, even if she got through the door, got in his house. If she got through her, if she got in the door and through his house, fuck it, shoot her. If he would have shot her and she was in his house and he didn't know what her motive was, this would never been a story. It would have never been at all. I mean, nah, even if, even if she, I mean, you don't know her intent. He's gonna write. You don't know her intent because of, you know obviously she's not around. But if she, he, he, she got through the door. You're in your house. You hear somebody come through the door. You shoot them. They're in your house. That's it. I would have. It would have never been as much of a media frenzy as it is. It just would have been. Hey, you know what? People shouldn't come in your house like that. And I'd be a strong advocate if someone came to my house, random in the night, and I shoot you. I wouldn't feel bad then. But yeah, I wouldn't even feel bad. Like I'm like, why why fuck you in my house? You know exactly. But you know, but shooting through the door on a porch on a woman, like it's it's no way. Fuck that. That's yeah, it's, crazy. It's, 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 it's crazy how this shit is right now. And it's it's really, for me, it's really... The, the word that I use for it is defeating. Like, I feel very defeated and helpless. I, I feel like there's nothing that we can really do to get... I don't even say justice. I feel like to get ourselves on an even playing field to where we feel like we have the same rights as other races... I feel like they just, they feel like we're threatening, or we being black people, we're threatening and we're lesser than they are, and they can do what they want with us. And outside of the Renisha McBride case, all the evidence suggests that, that they can do whatever they want to us, and there's nothing we can do about it. And it's, it, 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 it's so defeating in the sense of like, you don't feel like you have any purpose. Like, there's nothing you can really do. Like, you're wandering around in a world full of people who are above you and who would do whatever they want to you, and there's nothing you can do about it. And it's kind of like, why why live in this life? Like, what what, what rights do we have? What, what's the point? I'm, I'm happy that 
that, he can't prosper. That I guess you could say justice is served in that situation. But I just hope that that in that situation, I just hope that every like fifty or hundred situations. Yeah, I just hope that you know. I just hope that that situation, but it does, that that situation doesn't take away from <clears throat> the people who you know are are who are being killed um, in the in the high numbers by police. That's just a whole another story. Yeah, because you you know just like the the kid who was uh, who was shot with handcuffs. And the coroner shot in the back with handcuffs and had handcuffs on. And the, cor- the coroner uh, determined that he shot himself. Like, how the fuck do you shoot yourself when you have handcuffs on? You know <laughs> that shit that makes sense. And then you had a, you, then you have the kid who I was able to text with handcuffs on. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. So you, you know, you can shoot yourself and kill yourself with handcuffs on. You know, in the back. And then you have the, the kid who the the white kid who. Struggled, had a struggle with the police, took the police officer's gun. On the picture they showed, the actual, you could see the gun in the kid's hand. And he got arrested. He wasn't killed, none of that. But then you have the kid in St. Louis who was, had you a know, knife. the knife and shit, yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. I know we we covered that, you know, other ones, but I don't know that all these these topics would be for, forever relevant. Until, we can talk about this every week. Yeah, it, it, keeps, it, it, keeps, it keeps coming we, up. We can probably week. talk about a different story every week. And exactly. Then, and then and then I think it's in Utah. You have the kid, Utah. the white kid. Is it Utah? I think it's Utah. Mm-hmm. Utah. You have the white kid who was shot multiple times because he didn't respond. He had a. a I I I want to read the story, uh, read more of the story. But from what I I thought I read is that he had headphones on. He didn't respond to the police, and they just shot him like multiple, multiple times, killed him. And it's like, and and I had someone comment, you know, saying why wasn't his story just as popular as a Mike Brown or Eric Garner and things like that? And I guess my response to them was, I just think it was. Sad to say, it was bad timing because this story came out maybe days after the uh, Mike Brown's uh, murder, and it was just so much going on there that a lot of people didn't really catch on. And it wasn't because he was a he was a white kid shot by you know cops. It just it was just the timing of it was just crazy. You know, it was I think yeah. Fer- the, the the incidents that happened in Ferguson is going to be so monumental, and it was it, it's been monumental, and it and it and it was exhausting. It took all of energy of everything. All social networks were just you know on that story. But I do want to read more on that because I don't know what 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 happened with that. I think the cop it was just like in Ferguson. I think the cop was just suspended with pay until you know or change you know change positions. He put on desk duty or some stupid shit. So, I don't know. All that shit is so frustrating. I don't even know what we have in lighter news. I mean, it's just, it just, this shit just keeps happening. I have lighter news, but I gotta pee right quick. Um, is there <laughs> anything that, is there anything you can talk, oh, you can talk, wait, no. Um, Garnow's email was about the, uh, the beheading video. Mm-hmm. And about how, uh, I was saying that the beheading video should be shared. And she was saying, you know, she was talking about that. So we already touched on that. But just saying about the, you know, the censorship and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
I have a topic I want to touch on, but I want to touch on it after I piss. So, uh, how about, um, can you touch on, um, like, football shit? Like, I don't know. I, I don't know. Okay, so, first off, first off, football season starts tomorrow. Thank fucking God. Yeah, it does start tomorrow. Yeah, yeah Thursday night. Thursday it's a night good night. game. Like it's Seattle, Seattle, Seattle and Denver, Denver I think Or New so. England or something, I, something good. I've been like, so looking forward to football season. And, you know, throughout the I'm summer. pissing now. The, 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 the <laughs> be right back. He's pissing. But, you know, throughout the whole summer, it's like you don't want to wish away the summer because of football. Because, hey, the summertime. Well, Michigan. The summer has been so iffy. We've had so many cold days, and then become, then come the end of August, and you get these hot, unbearable days. And then it's like, okay, football is almost here. So we've had, you know, a bunch of college games, but NFL is finally here. But it's going to be missing a few people. So, Wes, Wes Walker, who was formerly of, you know, the Patriots, who plays for Denver was filed with uh, Adderall, which I guess is the street name Molly, in his system. He claims that he was possibly drugged while he was at the Kentucky Derby, but whatever the case is, he's sus- suspended four games. And so that's kind of uh, one of the bigger things. I you know, was doing fantasy drafts the last weekend, and you know, people were like, what the hell is my work? I'm thinking, like, man, I hope one of these guys wastes a pick on him. For the first four games. So, you know, I could pick a better pick. But, yeah, so you have all these crazy fines going on in the NFL. But, yeah, he's finished for four games. You have, you know, I think last year, and I can't, or early this year, the owner of the Colts, uh, Jim Irsay, I think it's Jim Irsay. Irsay. Yeah, Irsay. Irsay. The, the owner <laughs> was caught with. Driving is a DUI. He had a bunch of drugs and so forth, and he got suspended for five or six games and fined five hundred thousand dollars. I guess my my thing is he he doesn't even play. It doesn't even matter how many games he suspended. The, Mike, did you hear about the the, the Colts owner? Who, the Colts owner? Yeah, so the Colts owner was uh, had a DUI early in the year, or late last year, early this year, and they've been mulling over what suspension he was going to get. So he ended up get he had he ended up getting a DUI and had like a bunch of drugs and shit in his car, and so they finally gave him a suspension of five or six games and fined. Yeah, I ain't about that. I ain't about that. Fined uh, five hundred thousand dollars. Damn. Right. Poor millionaire. <laughs> but I, I guess I, I was just saying, like, you suspend the owner from the... They suspended him. Like, he could just watch the TV, watch the game at home. It's not like he's fucking playing <laughs> like you suspend shit. the owner? Yeah. It's, <laughs> I, I, you can't sit on the sideline for a right. week. <laughs> and, and that's the thing I, I just... I don't like about the commissioner is that his suspensions is so weird and so unorthodox, you know... He suspended Ray Rice for two games for beating his wife. Then you suspend Josh Gordon, Josh Gordon for a year for smoking weed, smoking weed. <laughs> and then you suspend a kicker for four games for drinking beer at home. Like, wait, what? I, 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 drinking beer at home? Yeah. 
It is in his own home? Yeah. No, I, yeah. I don't believe that. There's yeah. no way. There's no way. <laughs> There's yeah. somebody drinking at home. There's no way. <laughs> I, I can't. There's got to be something else to that. There's no way. <laughs> yeah, dude. Four fucking games. But drinking at home? Like, no, dude. Like, did he come to practice drunk the next day? Like, I don't know. I can't see that. Yes. And then I was just telling Wes Welker, spinning for four games, popping mollies. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> I just drafted him on my fantasy team. I drafted him low as fuck, though. And I'm, I'm kind of happy about that because this concussion shit decreased his value. And I feel like everybody who's a receiver on Denver has insanely high value. So I'm like, oh, okay, I'll take Wes Walker in like the 10th round. <laughs> because he, uh, because, uh, he had a couple of concussions. Well, he had one concussion, but he's had previous concussions. But I'm like, I'll take Wes Walker in the, in the 10th round. And I'm actually kind of happy, not happy that he got suspended, but like, I'm okay with the fact that he got suspended because I took him in the 10th round. So, obviously, he's not somebody who I'm thinking is like, I need Wes Welker on my team. But now I'm thinking like, okay, now he gets an extra four weeks to get better. So, I'm like, he's going to come well, back in four weeks. I can see that. A healthy-ass Wes, Wes Welker in four weeks getting thrown to by Peyton Manning. Like, and I drafted him in like the 10th round. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah I'm ready. <laughs> I'm happy about that. Now, did anybody, did you, did anybody uh, pick up... Uh... The RG3 in your drafts? I mean, Early. somebody did. It wasn't me, but somebody did. Dude, I'm in three leagues. He didn't go undrafted. He went, I think, one league he went undrafted. I think the other league got picked up really late. I wasn't looking. Why is that? I think, well, I think people Is there are, something wrong with him that I don't know? Other than the fact that his injury last year, I just think people were scared to pick him up. I'm not scared enough to not pick him up at all. Like, I mean, it's RG3. I'm not going to not take him. I personally didn't take him just because I'm not a fan. But, like, I don't feel like he's somebody who I could count on for my team. But, like, when I drafted, I have I have uh, six fantasy teams. I was present for five of the drafts. And I didn't draft RG3. But it wasn't because of any kind of dislike for RG3. It was... It was more of a thing like I drafted my quarterback as in my starting quarterback quarterback late as fuck. Like I, I spent my first several rounds drafting running backs and wide receivers and I took a low quarterback every time. Cause I, I look at it as like it's a minimal drop off between like I, I feel like Peyton Manning, Aaron Rodgers and Drew Brees aren't going to make your season. If you have a guy like if you take Peyton Manning in the first round and you pass on a first round quality wide receiver or running back, you're not gonna profit that much between say taking a first round quality running back or wide receiver in the first round and then taking your other guys in the next two or three rounds and getting like a Matthew Stafford in like the fifth round. Like I don't think Peyton Manning is gonna make that big a difference to where if you took a if you took a good guy a good receiver or running back, and you took Matthew Stafford in the fifth round, you're not going to be fucked. Like, you'd you be straight. Mm-hmm. So what I did was I kind of, like, uh, I kind of built on that idea, and I took, like, running backs, wide receivers, and I think maybe once 
a tight end before I took my quarterback. So all six of my teams, I took very, I took my quarterback like seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth round. But I got guys like uh, I got Russell Westbrook. I got, and Russell Westbrook, Russell Westbrook's having a great preseason. I got Russell Westbrook in like the eighth I think round I got, or I think, some I shit. I think I have him in two of the three. Uh, and I dropped him late too. I got him like seventh, eighth. Yeah, round I, got, I got him crazy late. Him, I got. I think I I waited one. I had one where I got like incredibly great receivers and running backs, and then I took like Jay Cutler, like late as fuck, like tenth or eleventh round, and then I took another quarterback just to be safe. But I'm like Jay Cutler's not gonna be trash, like. And in that same league, I got like Brandon Marshall. As a receiver who Jay Cutler throws to. Mm-hmm. And I got other great receivers, other running backs. I'm like, Jay Cutler's not trash to the point where I feel like waiting that long to take a quarterback is going to hurt me as opposed to how much it's going to help me to take these high-quality uh, running backs and quarterbacks early. So my strategy this year was to stock up on mainly wide receivers and running backs, and then I got I got all my quarterbacks real late. I don't have any elite quarterbacks. I got like Westbrook, Cutler. Um, I think I took Tony Romo in one league. Uh, other other kind of like lower lower level guys, but guys like Westbrook, Kaepernick, Cutler, Romo. Those guys were going in like the tenth round. And I'm like, you can have a perfectly fine season with, like, a Tony Romo. Especially, he's still with Des Bryant. Like, why would you think, like, okay, I'm not going to take Tony Romo. He ain't going to get those off. Though. Yeah, he's going to get them. He's, he's going to be fine. Like, he's Tony Romo. He's, he's If you're a Cowboys fan, maybe you're not happy with Tony Romo. But fantasy-wise, Tony Romo's perfectly fine. And if you take, if you take Des Bryant, like, you're going to be great. So, that was my primary strategy. We'll see how it works out, but... Um, yeah. Do we have more questions or? No, I wanted to talk about uh, dirty white people. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm the king of transitions. But um, moving right along. Yeah, you talk about lighthearted shit. Well, I want to talk about this. This has been a big thing I've noticed lately. Um, what the fuck is up with white people not white not white people white men not washing their hands after they piss? Like that shit is really fuck with me, and it's fuck with me to the point like. It's not like I see it sporadically, like, oh, okay, every now and then I see. For for starters, I feel like I should never see a man go to the bathroom and then leave without washing his hands. I feel like I should never see it. But I don't like to generalize, generalize because I feel like I have to back myself up. Like, if I say white men don't wash their hands, I feel like I have to clarify that I don't mean 100 percent of white men, even though to me that's obvious. Obviously I don't mean every single white man walking the face of the earth doesn't wash his hands after he pisses. Obviously that's not what I mean, but the idea is that the vast majority of white men that I've seen don't wash their hands after they piss. I don't get that shit. And I've seen many dudes too. And I do and it is a a, a decent number of uh decent number of my ass. It's a vast majority of these <laughs> motherfuckers, man. And like I feel like that's something I should never see. I see it weekly, often. I saw it twice today, twice in one day. And like I was raised, my dad and the crazy thing about my dad's white, 
And he raised me to be very, very particular about that shit. He told me, not only do I wash my hands after I piss, but my dad told me that, like, when you, after you wash your hands, you take the, the you know, the paper towel or whatever, and, Grab you know, now we got air dryers, which I don't fuck with air dryers. I don't like them because they don't get my hands dry as I want to, and then I can't use the, the towel. But he says, like, you know, he taught me, to like, when you take the, the paper towel to use, because the, the trash can is always right by the door. To use the paper towel to grab the handle to open the door and then throw a towel out and walk through the open doorway. Yep. So that's how I was raised. And if that's not how you raise, fine. But I, I, I really feel a way about the fact that I only see what white dudes, man. Like, I, I, I have, like, in my. I'll, I'll go ahead and say it. In my 32 years of life, I've never seen a black dude piss. And leave. Like, they always wash their hands. But, like, I see white dudes do it all the time. So then, the crazy thing about it is that when I see it, it makes me think about using the using the paper towel to open the door. Because I think, like, okay, now that I know that white dudes, like, are not washing their hands for the most part, I feel like if I grab the door right after you, like, I feel like I touch your dick. Because you just touch your dick, and then you open the door, and then I grab the door. So I feel like I, I like I kind of touch your dick. Well, what I hate, I hate poor, poor bathroom, poor the exit doors. Mm-hmm. I feel like doors should be pushed to exit. True. Like I don't want to have to. I want to do that. I do it with my foot. I yeah. Don't do it with my hand. Yeah. I, I like I hate having to pull a fucking door. So I'm like uh, tr- trying not to. Touch the handles and shit. And I think garbage can... If you gotta have a pool to exit door, it should be garbage cans near the door so I can use a paper towel to grab the door so I don't have to touch dicks when I'm leaving out the fucking bathroom. And it makes me wonder, is that just me? Where I feel like... Like, say for instance, like, it's gotten to a point where I'm so... I'm already kind of paranoid about, like, my hands and shit. So, like, I've kind of gotten to a point where I don't really shake anybody's hand without later using, like, some hand sanitizer. I have a hand, I have hand sanitizer on deck everywhere. I have it in my desk at work. I have it in my car. I have it in my book bag. I have a backpack. Whatever. I don't know. My girl gets on me about calling a book bag because I don't carry books in it because I'm not in school. It's a book bag. Uh, yeah, book bag, backpack, whatever. But I got hand sanitizer in there, and I keep it everywhere because, like, I look at it like, okay, I've seen enough evidence of white dudes, like, pissing and leaving to feel like, okay, if I shake your hand it's gonna, and don't use hand sanitizer afterwards, it's going to fuck with me. I'm going to feel like, okay, this dude might have not washed his hands. Like, if I touch, you know, if I wipe my nose, if I touch my face, like, I feel like, like, did I just jerk you off? Yeah, like, just I got, I, I touched. He rubbed his dick on your face. Yeah, like, I'm like, I'm like <laughs> did I just give you a hand job now? Like, I feel like, like the, my main thought is like, if I, if I do that, if I, if, if I touch your hand and I, and I don't use hand sanitizer, hand sanitizer afterward, I touch my face a lot. Like, wiping my nose or like scratching my face, like. I feel like now if I do that, like, I, I do that too much to have another man's dick sales on my hand. Like, I can't, <laughs> I can't deal with that, man. Like, I, it's going to fuck with me. And it's like, I generally don't do it if it's somebody who I know and respect. Because I'm kind of like, okay, I know this dude. Like, like say if it was you, for instance, like, and I dap you or something, we, we shake hands or whatever. 
And I'm thinking like, oh, it's oldest. I don't need to like hit the hand sanitizer right after I leave. Then I'm gonna start thinking like, okay, well, what if I do this? What if I do that? Like, and then like, <laughs> how do I know the oldest didn't just like take a piss and didn't wash his hands? Might, like, like just right now, like every time we record the podcast, one or both of us goes to piss during the podcast, and we don't go to the bathroom afterwards. So whenever we leave, whenever I leave, it's not even a I don't shake your hand. Just I, like, I like hit you with a fist pump, right. or a deuce, like whatever. Right, I'm right, like, right. because I know, I'm like, I know you didn't wash your hands because we, we we recording. So I'm like, I'm not gonna. So I, I I take that everywhere. So I was like, if I if I shake somebody's hand, I'm like, I don't know that this dude didn't just like, you know, take a piss and leave. I'm like, I don't want his you know dick cells on my hand, and then I go and touch my face. Now this nigga's dick is he did he just slap me in the face with his dick. Like, you know, like, I don't want to deal with that. Did I, did I just shake his hand so now I've kind of, like, jerked him off because his dick is on his hand and I'll touch his hand? Like, it's going to fuck with me now. So, and then, like, I like I see it so much, man, and, and, and it fucks with me to the highest level. Like So, that fucks with me. And then I see, like, I don't know where you stand on this, but we had a, uh, I had a conversation with Johnny about um, public bathrooms and... I don't know what the initial conversation started with, but it, it moved to a point where we're talking about using um, toilet seat covers if you have to take a shit. And in my job, we have toilet seat covers in every bathroom, and every stall, everywhere. There's toilet seat covers. And for me, if I'm in a place with no toilet seat cover, I'm either one, not shitting, or two, I'm going like, to break off the toilet paper and put it on there. Because I don't want to put my ass on some shit that another stranger dude who I don't know put his ass. And Johnny was like, oh, I don't get that. You, I don't deal with that because, you know, the toilet seat is the cleanest place in the bathroom. What the fuck? How the fuck is the toilet seat the place where you shit and piss? And if you go into a baseball stadium, toilet seats are covered in piss. Like, everything is like, the toilet seat to me is the filthiest fucking place that you could possibly well, put your bare ass if, on. Even if he's even if he's using the assumption that every he used the assumption that no one has pissed on this toilet because no, not everyone lifts up the toilet when they fucking piss. That is so now so then the argument I guess he would probably have is that pee is pee is sterile. And fuck that. I'm not sitting on a toilet. Nigga, pee could be made of motherfucking purified water, dog. I'm not going to sit on another nigga's piss who I ain't never met. Like, even if he, like, pissed on a seat and then wiped it off, I'm still not going to sit my bare ass on something that might have had nah, a stranger motherfucker's I, piss on it. I call them the, the seat condoms. If there's no seat condoms, I'm pulling off fucking strips and I'm making me a fucking cover for the toilet. Yeah, man. Especially the front. I'm putting it all on the front and the back. Like, right. I don't want, you I know. I don't layer that I don't, shit. I don't want to be sitting in there, sitting on, sitting on the toilet, and my dick hits the top of the fucking toilet. Now I'm going to freak the fuck out then. So, yeah. That's another point I want to touch on. But before, <laughs> I, but before I get to that, before I get to that, like, just sitting on it, right? Like, I can't, I can't deal with sitting on some shit that another man put his bare ass on. But, like, at my job, like I said, we have, like, toilet seat covers in every single stall and every single bathroom. If you have the option of using the toilet seat cover, why would you not use it? And when I'm in there, I frequently see or hear guys who go into the stall 
and just sit down. Like you, the toilet seat cover makes a sound when you pull it out because it's, it's like paper. It's a process. I mean, you can't it's not, you can't not hear because it's and paper it, and it so takes time. It so you you go to the back, you go to the hall, you close the door, and then you're you're shuffling papers. You're pulling fucking things out. You're putting them down. Exactly. I, and, I always, sound. and I always fuck up is that... Uh, if I don't hear a paper sound, I'm fucked up. Well, that and then I, it's like... Usually it takes me two because one, I end up putting it on it and it touches the water. So I flush that bitch down like fucking... Let me grab another. <laughs> then I grab another and I set it down. Nah, dog. Ain't no fucking... Nah. I actually Googled like the process. Like the little flap that's in the middle... You're that supposed goes to separate it from the. You supposed yeah, to separate, the, yeah, you separate, separate it from the rest of it, yeah. and it goes and it into the water, yep. so that when you flush it, it pulls the whole rest of the shit down, so you don't actually have to touch it. So like, I'm like, this shit is perfect as far as like not having any contact and not having keeping your your actual contact at a minimum. So if I see a dude going to the stall and I don't hear that paper sound, then I know he just sat his fucking bare ass down on the toilet seat. With nobody else using it, with somebody else just used it, and I'm like, you can really, you really cool with sitting your ass on a toilet seat with any random motherfucker could have put on it. He had anything, and here's the crazy part about it, and then, <laughs> this is really crazy. Like if you sitting on it right, you can actually have your dick touch the front part of the rim. Like if you, that's what I'm talking about, man. It's, it's not weird, but if you built like that, you can have your dick touch the part, front part of the rim. So if if I'm sitting on the toilet right. And I got a toilet seat cover on it, and my dick can touch the front part of the rim. Then automatically, I'm thinking, well, it's a strong possibility that any other dude who sat here, his dick could have touched the front part of the rim. So now are we slapping dicks. Like I'm not. <laughs> that's how I think of it. Like so, if my dick touches the front part of the uh, rim. Have I just touched the spot that another dick's touch? Another dude's dick touched? So now I've like touched dicks with a dude. Like so now you're looking like. If you don't put a toilet seat down and you don't wash your hands, you have like touched dicks with another dude. You done jerked them off. Like you done did a whole the whole nine. Like you might as well just be gay at that point. And I'm like, like that's crazy to me when we have the option of putting the toilet seat cover down. We have the water. We have the sink. We have the soap. Like why would you forego that? Like what is going on in your you life? Know, you is that all- important? That like, you got? I got a shit. With no cover, and I gotta walk the fuck out. Yeah, there's all, no job that's that important. All the equipment to sanitize your situation, and yet you ignore everything and sit your nasty ass on the toilet. You know, your dick hitting the, the the front of it, and then you go and just walk the fuck out and ain't watch shit. And, I and, become, then, and then you wonder how many people have done that. I become so insanely paranoid because, like I said, if I saw it on occasion, with like a white dude, what you know, take a piss, and, take a piss, and walk out. Like, if I saw it, I'd be like, oh, okay, well, that's a note. That's a note to make, whatever, you know. But I see it so often that I can't make a blanket statement like, all white men don't wash their hands at their piss. That's crazy. You can't say that. But I see it it to a degree that's way higher than I should see it. So if I see it like that, to that degree, because I feel like I should never see it. So if I see it once a week, I feel like that's way too high. So if I if I shake uh, shake a white dude's hand, I'm already thinking like, okay, I feel like I have a strong possibility that this is the dude who didn't wash his hands after he pissed. If I shake now, I'm at a point where if I shake anybody's hand, I'm thinking like, even if somebody I know who I'm cool with, I'm thinking like, well, that's my homeboy, but am I really am I really willing to 
pretend like, assume because he's my homeboy that he washed his hands, and then I go through my day and I touch my face and I'm, now I'm putting his dick cells all on my face. Dick cells? Yeah. <laughs> you know, the dick amoebas and fucking nucleus and shit <laughs> on my face because that's my homeboy. I'm just gonna, like, take him at his, you know, because he's my homeboy. I'm just gonna be like, yeah, I'm assuming he good. Like, no, man. I'm like, so now I feel like I, I, if I touch anybody's hand, I feel like, okay, I can need the hand sanitizer because even if it's my homeboy, like, that I mean, he ain't no, he ain't good enough. He, he too good to, Wash his hands and some shit. Like he, he might not have did it either. I don't know. Even if I know it's somebody for sure who who washes his hands, my mind is gonna fuck with me. I'm gonna be like, well, maybe he didn't that time. And like, so now I touch his hand and I just, you know, I just rub my eye because my contacts are itchy. So now his dick is in my eye, his dick cells in my eyeball. <laughs> like, I, I just gonna fuck with me, man. So, like, it, it's that shit combined with sitting down on a toilet with no toilet seat cover. And then when I was living in California, I lived with like a lot of white folks because we lived in a fairly affluent area. When I lived in California, we lived in Bakersfield, which is actually a complete buck fuck ass Mexican town where it's, it's pretty actually dingy. But we moved to like the nice area where it's pricing is mostly white folks. And they would come out like to like check the mail or do whatever barefoot. And in our area, we had ponds. And with ponds come ducks. So our whole walkways and sidewalks would be filled with duck shit. And they would come out barefoot. And I can't even count the number of times that I've seen a white person, like, with flip-flops on. Or they, they're doing something where you can see their feet and the bottom of their feet be black as fuck. And I'm like, I just, I, I can't deal with somebody who's like, who don't wash their hands after they piss, who sit on bare-ass toilet seats, and walk around and duck shit barefoot, and you got the nerve to be racist? Like, you gonna be racist on us? Like, we ain't shit? And you dirty as fuck? Like, with duck shit on your feet? You gonna tell me I'm a nigga and you got duck shit on your feet? Get the fuck out of here, man. I wear shoes, you fucking prick. Like, man, that shit really pisses me off. You can't judge other people, and you got duck shit on your feet, dirt in your fingernails, Dick sales on your hands and all this other crazy ass shit, and you gonna call us niggas? Like, at least we clean. Like, I mean, I see ashy ass niggas in Walmart all the time, but I've never seen a black dude walk out of a bathroom without washing his hands. Never. Like, literally, I've never seen that shit. But I've seen that. Sh- I've seen white dudes take a piss and walk out hundreds of times. I've seen hundreds of dirty ass white feet. I've seen hundreds, I don't know say I've seen hundreds, but I've heard audibly white dudes going to a stall without using the uh, toy seat cover when it's available to them. So I'm like, if you got other man ass sales on your ass, you got other man dick sales on your hand, and you got duck shit on your feet, where do you come off being... To, like I'm less than you. Fuck you. Yeah, there's no. I'm reason. gonna hand sanitize every time I see your nasty ass. Yeah, ain't no reason to, to be high and mighty when you don't wash your hands and you stepping on bird shit and. Man, this shit has been on my mind for a minute, man. I can't stand <laughs> that shit, dog. These dirty motherfuckers, and they gonna be racist toward us. Like we're a lesser evolved and less lesser human, and you can't even fucking go outside with shoes on. When you stepping in duck shit. Well, duck shit, fine. I need to get this newspaper right now. I'm not going to put these flip-flops on. 
And they be wearing flip-flops and shit. And you can see the flip-flop flopping. And the back of their heel be black. Like, I ain't, my foot ain't never been black dirty. Like, dirt, black dirty? Seriously? <laughs> and this how you live in your life? Are you black dirty? Like, man. Like, I put my cigar on your heel. So and you got the nerve to be judgmental toward me? And that probably is it. Fucking crusty ass, black ass foot. Man, shit. <laughs> this has been on my mind for a minute, man. These dirty motherfuckers. And they gonna tell... Probably. Be shooting us for no reason and shit. When you out here with... 50 other motherfuckers dick cells on your hand. And you gonna talk shit about us. When you don't care about having strange dick on your hand. You <laughs> jerking other niggas off, basically. I don't you jerked another... You... you Gave another nigga a hand job, basically. And you gonna judge us. Like, you gonna be out here shooting us in the street. And you got, like, 50 dicks on your hand. Because if you do that shit, and you don't wash your hands, then the dick sales can accumulate. Really? <laughs> so, like, you, you you grabbing doors, you shaking hands, and all y'all don't wash your hands. and So, it's like just dicks all over your hand. And you're going to talk about us. Like, yeah, these motherfuckers are vermin. But you got, like, 50 strange dick cells on your hand. But we vermin. <laughs> Fuck out of here, man. <laughs> Sorry, motherfuckers, man. I probably have nothing to input but just laughter and agreement. Yeah, there's nothing you can put, dog. I said I've never, ever, 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 ever seen a black dude take a piss and walk out without washing his hands. But I see a white dude do that shit weekly. I've seen numerous dirty-ass, black-ass feet. I've, I've heard numerous motherfuckers sit on the toilet without using the uh, toilet seat cover. But you better than us. But you you comfortable with having strange-ass dicks and asses on your hand. But but you better than us. Fuck out of here. I'm glad you ever get that out. I, I, didn't I really did. I've been waiting to get that shit out. Nasty motherfuckers, man. Fuck out of here, man. <laughs> How you dirty and you gonna be judgmental of other people? We, at least if we walk around a do rags and our pants sagging and hoodies on and doing nigga shit, listening to Rich Homie Quan, all that other shit, at least I don't got dick on my hand. And if I do, it's my own dick. It's not a stranger nigga dick that I ain't never met before. Like, you walking around with a stranger dick on your hand and judging people. <laughs> like, fuck out of here, man. Judge me. <laughs> Strange dick on your hand. You got your peanut allergies and shit. Speaking of peanut allergies, that's some real shit. What peanut allergies? Yeah, like I mean, I mean, obviously it's real shit. Like it's not something I made up. But like, my son goes to school in Livonia. There's a district-wide ban on peanuts. I've, There's I've that seen many that, white kids who have peanut allergies. I can't send Michael to school with anything. Not just anything with peanuts, but anything that was made in a place where peanuts are made. So There's like, a district-wide ban on peanuts. So you you can't have peanuts in the whole district in this school. Every, every classroom, I walk through the school and I drop them off, every classroom says, like, peanut-free. So, like, you got, like, legit peanut allergies... But at the same time, you got dick on your hands, you got ass on your hands, you got dirty ass duck but shit But peanuts feet. is the problem. But peanuts is the problem. You can't have peanuts, but you can have duck shit on your feet. You can have dick on your hands. 
and all this shit, and you want to play. Like, nigga, when I went to, I took Michael to see Guardians of the Galaxy this weekend. And I took him before when it first came out. But we went to, like, a late, 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 late night show. So he fell asleep, like, immediately. So I took him at 11 a.m. this past weekend. He stayed up through it. It was dope, whatever. Um, what's my point? Who we talking about? Dick shit, peanuts, what? Uh, Dick on your hands? I don't know. Yeah. But somebody didn't watch the hands at the movie theater or some shit? I'm trying to remember what it was. What did I say before, uh... He was saying how I went to the theater and shit. What before that? I lost the thought. Because there was something that was relevant to that trip. I would say, was it a handle y'all didn't touch? Or was it a... Somebody in the bathroom you took him to? I lost the thought. (laughs) I lost it completely. completely. It's gone. It's gone. But there was something that happened at that damn movie theater. I was waiting theater. too, like, man, what the fuck is going to happen? What there the was something that happened at that damn movie theater, man, where it was nasty, dog. I, I've heard about the peanut allergy before, but I didn't realize that how deep it was. Like, that's that's substantial. It's real. It's very real. I talked to I talked to his last key about it. I was like, that's, that, that's, is that serious? Like, everybody has that shit? Like... She's like, so many kids have peanut allergies that we just outlawed it completely. I'm like, wow. Like, I, I heard about that. That's like, that's kind of prevalent in, in the white community. I don't even know like, anybody wow. with peanut allergies. Me neither. Like, at that's all. Like, I guess it's a white thing, but that's weird. Like, how are white people allergic to peanuts and black people aren't? Like, I don't know, probably too much fucking dick cells on peanuts and fucking dirty ass <laughs> duck shit feet. And they, oh, I remember why I mentioned it. Because we were in the line at, um, in the concession stand, right? And there was a dude in front of me with his son, a white dude with his son in front of us. And this kid is like, Michael had on like a Legos, a Lego movie shirt. And it had, the shirt had all the characters from the Lego movie on it. Okay. And dude walks up on Michael and he's like, talking about, yeah, I saw the Lego movie. This dude is like significantly younger than Michael. And he's like touching the characters on Michael's shirt. And the, the parent is like, don't touch people. He looks he looks bad. He's like, you shouldn't touch him. You know, don't touch him. And that's all he did. But then the kid just kept, like, doing what he was doing. And I would have slapped this motherfucker's hand. Like, get your fucking dirty dick-ass hand off my son. I don't know where the fuck you been. Like, stop fucking touching him and shit. How long did your he do it? Your nasty-ass dirty... Huh? How long did he do it? It was fairly long. Like, the dad told him, like, three times to not touch people. And then at first he would, like... He, he wouldn't touch, but he would put his finger as close as he could without touching and say, oh, that's the good guy. That's the bad guy. That's so-and-so. That's that's uh, Emmett. That's, uh, you know, I, I can't remember the names. I can't remember all the names of the characters, but he would, like, talk about the characters, and he would get as close as he could, like, right after the dad said to, to not touch, he would get as close as he could without touching, and then he eventually would start touching again. And then, like, the dad was giving no fucks. Like, he was not paying attention. He would look back. Don't touch. And then, like, go back to whatever he was doing. And I wanted to hit this fucking kid. I'm like, Did the dad ever, really, like, kid. look at you and acknowledge you or anything? No. And then, like, the kid would, like, the kid walked close as fuck to Michael. Like, he was, like, all up on him, like, with no acknowledgement for personal space and shit. And, like, I wanted to, like, push him down. Like, you little fucker, like, and push him, push him to the floor. Like, because I'm just, like, and I wanted to look at the dad, like, 
it's like you can't really get mad because the kid don't mean no harm. Like he's just being friendly. It's, it, he's probably a good kid. You know, I, I wasn't really mad at the kid because I'm like, this is the kid. He's being, a, he's being a kid. You know, he's being friendly. I, I don't really have any problem with a kid being, you know, friendly. But like, the dad didn't really care. And like I said in the back of my head, I'm thinking like he probably didn't raise his son to like wash his hands after he pisses. So like, <laughs> this kid's probably like touching my son's shirt with his man, fucking dick your, hand. Your job is jaded you so much. It's so fucked up. It is, man. Like I see way too many. Well, at least the kid. Now, was I, I like in my head, I just feel like all white men are dirty. And it's like even if I know that you're not dirty, I'm still gonna mind fuck myself into it. So if I know that you're a white man who washes his hands and shit, I'm still gonna kind of feel like. I'm still going to mind fuck myself into it. Like, well, what if I say, because I respect this man, and I'm not going to assume that he don't wash his hands, if I don't do anything, like, that would be my fault if if this kid doesn't wash his hands, and now he's touching Michael with his fucking dick cell hands, and now it's my <laughs> fault because I let it go. So, like, I'm just going to, like, keep mind fucking myself into it, and... Well, Ugh, well, dirty motherfuckers. well, at least he didn't hump on your kid's leg, so that's a plus. You're a fucking punk ass dog, <laughs> fucking rapist. That is so terrible. I stood there and looked at that motherfucker this last weekend. I would like start to go somewhere, and he would like circle the dog would circle around Michael and be like sniffing him and shit. And I can't say like Michael, this dog's trying to fuck you. Like I can't say nothing. So I told Michael like if he tries to like. Climb up on you. I wouldn't say hump, but I'm like, if he tries to climb up on you, because that's what he has to do, he has to get up on his hind legs and like grab on you. Like, just push him down and say no. But I was looking at him like, if this, if I catch him doing it, I'm gonna blow his shit out. I'm talking about, it's a fucking dog, like, like a puppy dog, like a small dog. I'm like, if I catch a fucking Michael, I'm gonna blow his shit out. Because he was shitting around the apartment the whole weekend, tearing up the damn rug, this bad, sorry motherfucker. And I'm like, if he, if I catch him trying to fuck Michael again, I'm going to blow his shit out. And I stood there looking at him like... Does he like know? Told, it's like he knows that you're looking, so he's like not going to do it. That's exactly going. what happened because like I was standing there and I told Michael, I was like, if I saw it about to happen, I will say, don't move. Because I, I was like, I wanted to wait for him to start to do it so I could blow his shit out. <laughs> he's like, why can't I move? I'm like, just don't move. If he starts to do it, I'm going to fuck him up. And he started to do it, and I walked over there, and he immediately hopped down. I was like, yeah, you know you're a fucking pervert. Well, I think uh, I think uh, Blue made a comment that makes sense, is that he doesn't see he doesn't see Michael as a as a dominant, like, person. Yeah. So, like, when, you, when he sees you, and he, and he knows you're around, he's not going to do it. But he, he sees Michael, and he's like, cool, I can do that because... He's trying to play like a dominant role with it. Either way, don't look at my son as easy pussy. Fuck you up, dog. Like, you like, yeah, your daddy ain't wrong, but tear that ass up. Like, no, motherfucker, I'm gonna blow your shit out. Uh, like I said, if he if he was good, otherwise, I, I probably would have been like easier on him. But he was like, he came over for the weekend. No, for the week, he came over for a whole week, and he like he fucked the carpet up. He would like piss and shit on the carpet. He was a bad influence on our dog. So I'm like, on top of all that, you gonna try to fuck my son? Like, no, nah, nigga, I'm about to... Let me catch you. I'm gonna blow your fucking puppy shit out. How old is the puppy? I don't know. That fucker. I don't fuck him. I don't care how old he is. <laughs> Who cares? He's the same age as our dog. They were all born at once. So 
I don't know, maybe like uh, my girl got our dog as a Christmas gift. So, and they had to they had to stick with their uh, with their mom for a couple months before we got them. So, I would guess maybe they were born in October or November of so almost a year now, basically. So, yeah, almost a year. So, yeah, he's almost a year old. But they're small dogs, so they're not going to grow to be, like, big dogs. They're about as big as they're going to get. Well, I guess I was more curious about the age of them. Like, I know it's something, something's like, you know, taper off as they get older or they stop doing some fuck shit. But I don't know, it seems like he's just out to be an ain't, ain't shit dog for well, a while. Well, our dog is, is a girl, and she's fixed. So... There's no problem there. But their dog, who's a boy, he's not fixed. So he's just walking around with his ball swinging, trying to fuck everything. He try, he fucks our dog. At least he tries to. And, like, I stop him if I see him trying to fuck our dog. But, like, he was there for a week. And, I, like, my girl was out of town. So it was really just me. And I had to go to work. So I would go to work. And I would come back every few hours to, you know, check on him, clean shit up. Cause like I said, he's shitting on, a, shitting and pissing on the carpet and shit. So I had to clean up after this stupid motherfucker. He dumb as fuck. I had to clean up after him and shit. So I come back, you know, taking care of everything. But like, he's probably fucking our dog while I was at work. So you, like, they just left out, huh? They just left out in the uh, apartment. Who? They're not in a cage or anything. They're yeah. Just, oh, okay. Because our dog is well behaved. But that's because, like I said, I don't play that shit. So like. I, I make sure that our dog is... I raise our dog just like I raise my son. Like, I, I make sure that, like, if he do some... If she does some shit out of order, like, I check her. Like, I, and just like my son, I don't have to check her hard. It's like, stop. She's good. She, she's 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 well-behaved. But, like, her sister's dog, man, that, that works hard, motherfucker. He's so dumb, dog. Like, we got, like... I laid out, like, a whole bunch of, like, pee pads... Like these uh, pads that you can buy at the store. Training, like to pee on them. And stuff. Yeah, and they they emit pheromones, I guess, that attract the dog to them, so that the dog will go and pee on them. And our dog goes and pees and shits on them, no problem. This stupid motherfucker will go and walk around on the pad and then walk off of it to go shit and piss. I'm like, you fucking retard. Can't stand that motherfucker. It's like he's man. taunting y'all and shit. He really is, man. I watched this motherfucker. He's so bad, and he's a pussy too. Cause he's he, he gets scared and piss. So like if he gets scared, he'll pee, and everything scares him. So like I watched him like walk around on the pad and then walk off of it and squat and start to like do whatever he's gonna do. And then I ran up to like grab him to like move him onto the pad, and he saw me coming and freaked out and ran off. So I'm like chasing after him, trying to grab him. This nigga's pissing everywhere, running for me and pissing on the couch and shit. I'm like. <laughs> Man, you fucking retard, dog. He's so dumb, man. I can't stand that motherfucker, man. That's crazy. That is straight the dog from hell. And I got like such an opposite dog. That's the funny part. I can't wait to. Yeah, your your dog cool, man. I can't wait till. I, uh, I said I told I told my girl I was like I can't wait till he out of here. And I told her I was like I don't want him back until he's trained to to behave like a normal fucking dog. Yeah, why do y'all keep him for weeks at a time? Because they all went out of town. Uh, so, only I was here. So, I was here with them for like a whole week. And like, he needs to be like, he can't just he can't just do whatever. I feel like he does whatever when he's at his home. And then he comes over, over here and does whatever. And like, 
So if it was me, right? Say I had a say I had a dog, right? And I say say I ask you, like, hey, can you? I'm going out of town. Can you watch my dog for a week while I'm going out of town? And then my dog fucks your house up. He tears your carpet up. He pisses and shits everywhere. He tries to fuck fuck your fiance. I don't know, <laughs> whatever. I would feel horrible, dog. Like, and then I'm so sorry, dog. I'm sorry my dog tried to fuck your fiance. I'm sorry he, he shit in your <laughs> shit on your pillow. I'm sorry, he, you know, pissed on your skillet. Whatever, dog. Like, I, I I feel so bad, man. And like, he just came over and just fucked all our shit up, man. I'm just like, I don't want him back here until he's trained to behave well. I'm like, he, he can't just be over here. And it's technically, it's my girl place. So, I mean, I can't really say, like, it's our shit, but I'm like, I feel like it's our shit. So, I'm like, I don't want this dog over here tearing up our shit. You know, I'm like, check this motherfucker, man. He's fucking my son and tearing up shit. Fuck out of here, man. Crazy ass week, man. White people sharing Uh, uh. dick cells and dogs fucking my child and... Well, it's a short week. Uh, <laughs> I am tickled to death, boy. That is awful, dude. It is awful. It's very awful. And I get so mad about it. I get mad about it because I put, like, I put a great deal of effort into raising my son in the sense of, like, raising him to be a good kid. Mm, like, you know, right. just do, do the right thing and be a good kid. You know, don't. Don't be bad. And he's 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 perfect, man. He's so great that like he inadvertently makes things easier for me. Cause I was worried sick about his first day of school. He was at a new school with new kids and all that shit. I'm thinking like in my head, I'm thinking like bullies, and I'm thinking of like him being scared, not knowing nobody. And he walked into that shit. And he was mad cool. He made new friends. I was worried sick, and he. He did all that, and that made it easier for me. So, like, I think of, like, oh, man, this shit is, like, so crazy, and he was so cool about it. So, like, the fact that I put so much effort into, like, making him a, into a good person and to see to see the fruits of that labor, like, it lets me know that I'm doing something right with raising him. So to see this dog come across who, like, seems like I have, like, no fucking training... Like, it drives me crazy, man. I'm like, if that was my dog, like, he wouldn't be acting like that. He wouldn't be trying to fuck people and shit on stuff. Fuck y'all. Fuck your couch and your carpet and your dog. That motherfucker ran across the whole apartment running for me, pissing on everything while he ran. Fucking pussy. Can't stand him, man. (laughs) I'm sorry to hear that. I'm just scared and pee. Like, oh, I'm scared and pee. And I, I be making jokes about him and shit. Cause I know he, I know he pees when he gets scared. It was one time he got brought over, and uh, they live in Canada. So I was like, I don't remember what the scenario was, but I made a joke like they said that the, they when they drove over they had the windows down. He had his head out the window. I was like, he probably got scared of the wind and pissed on himself. <laughs> and they're like, he did. Like they said that actually happened. Like he stuck his head out the window and it was too windy and he fucking. Pissed on himself. I'm like, I mean, that dog are you have, serious? That, that dog may actually, actually have some issues. Something like he might legit be retarded. Like a fucking retarded dog. He might legit be dumb. Like he looks at me like with this empty ass look on his face, and I be feeling bad for like 
I be feeling bad talking all this shit about him, all these stupid shit. And he look at me with his like empty ass, autistic ass face. I'm like, like I know. this dog retarded, man. Like, this I know. Fucking way. He's like, I know. <laughs> we need to wrap this shit up. I can talk about this whole ass dog and how I hate him for the rest of the night. Yeah, you can. I think you would just rant totally. I, I can would. Be able, I can go and take two pits, run to the store, and I can just hear you like I pull up on the street. And I can just hear you talking about the dog. <laughs> yeah, he's an asshole. <sighs> well, yeah, so we had um. This is episode, I think, 17, right? 17? I don't know. We don't know. It's probably 17. 17. We had, uh, Kessler is still the unofficial, official, uh, whiskey of the podcast. We're going to make them sponsor our shit. Yeah, we're going to. We need to tweet them. Do they have a Twitter? I looked. I didn't find it, but I'm going to try to look for some, something online. They got to have some PR person. They got to have something. I'll email them. But yeah, we got Kessler. That's all I've had. We got some 40s over here. I've drank maybe... 48%. That's precise. I haven't quite drank half. I'm a right. swig away from almost, half. Almost. Almost. But, uh... We had we got cigars that tasted like barbecue. Like... Man, <laughs> like man like I am... Barbecue told- legit. Like, if you're grilling with coals and shit like that, we got cigars that... And it's, it's called a, like and it's called a Kentucky Fire Cure, and I'm definitely a fan. Yeah, but I'm definitely a tasty ass cigar. Yeah, it tastes like summer uh, ribs. Basically, yeah. Yeah, so we had that, and uh, that, that's up for our unofficial official uh, sponsors and shit. Unofficial but, official. But uh, we'll be back uh, Sunday, so you get a few days to, to uh, ingest this one, this episode, and uh. We'll be back to our normal scheduled uh, podcast, so uh, please hit them up on our Facebook or uh, Twitter or SoundCloud or iTunes. Make sure you rate our ep- uh, our episodes on, on iTunes. And subscribe, all and that subscribe. shit. Share it. Share it. Act like you give a shit. And, uh, right. If you have any questions, hit up on our email, whatupdopodcast at gmail. Tweet us. Tweet us. What up, though, podcast? At what up, though, podcast? And, uh, yeah. See y'all in a few days. Yep.